I'm turning in the wrong place. There's no cars here. Hmm. Where did he just say? Right and immediate left. Yeah. That's why I presumed it was in there. It is. It, we'll be driving around all night now at this rate. I usually ask them to point him out if they want me to surprise the guy, you know. Uh, but sometimes it's, they say, look, he's just in there and he's got a green shirt on and he's got black hair. And You're running into this pub, it's normally a pub, and you're looking for this guy in a green shirt with black hair and there might be 20 of them there, you know. But when you're running in and you have no idea where you're going, a lot of the times people say, here, here, this is him, this is him. And I've often gone over and belted this guy with the club and everything and I'd start reading the rhyme and everything and the girl or whoever it was that met me at the door would be grabbing me saying no that's not him <laughs> so not only is a poor innocent guy getting it as well but the guy that you were probably after in the first place is gone and you have to go legging it after him you know and bring him back because he's seen what, what he's going to get you know first then the handiness of, of it was that I was a speciality act that could drive myself <laughs> you know so that companies didn't have to worry about drivers and everything else so it made it handy I suppose on both our parts hello I was come here sorry no, oh sorry love I'm looking for, um, yes, and I'm looking for, wait, and I tell you who I'm looking for? Lori. Lori. Be very discreet. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you. 
barbecue. Can we stay for the grub? If it was the last call, we'd be laughing. Yeah, I'll make up now. Do you want the... Um, Is it out? Yeah, yeah, just quickly. Although I don't really need it at this stage, this stuff. Club. Okay, there you go. Just leave it there, we can fix it after, huh? Oh, the grub smells gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, you see, a lot of the guys that I would be doing the call on are expecting, you know, a dolly bird okay. sexy girl coming yeah, in yeah, and they're yeah, all lapping it up. And I'm not what they expect, obviously. <laughs> and they get roughed around a little bit. But I, I tend to kind of take over and things like that. Way some grub for us. Jesus, there isn't like sandwiches out there. God almighty. We'd loads and they're eating like... Oh, it smells gorgeous, that's why. You're going to get a load of pound coins now because we're going to say, give me a pound, give me a pound. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. It's all he's going to really now die because oh, he's lovely. never in his life experienced anything. And it's anything. his 30th birthday, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he's oh, never, ever call. in his life experienced So he's never, and, oh good, and he's, he's never been surprised like never, this now? Never, no, oh, he's never had surprised. He plays jokes on everybody. So well, he he's getting his own back yeah. now. Oh, lovely. That's even uh, you see, a lot of the guys that I would be doing the call on are expecting, you know, a dolly bird sexy girl coming in and they're all lapping it up and whatever and then when I come in I'm not what they expect obviously <laughs> and they get roughed around a little bit only in fun now I don't mean that they actually um but I, I tend to kind of take over and things like that so um that would shock them more than anything I think you know especially it's, it's good for the guy that's expecting somebody else if you know what I mean you catch him off guard and catch him by surprise and you know, it gets the crowd find it funnier. I think you know that the guy is really being being got, if you know what I mean. and this particular one is the one I actually started out wearing it's the first costume I ever wore and it's the same original one in its original state 
It's a French made. It's black. Uh, you know the silky satiny material, all trimmed in white lace. Um, nice, big, and it was funny at the time. I I don't have much occasion to wear it now, uh, because when I was wearing it, it was funny at the time. But we stumbled accidentally across the cave costume. Somebody rang and wanted a wild big woman. You see, this is what happened. So, um, we made up a cave costume. This is the original one. I don't wear it anymore, as you can see. It's in bits. <laughs> it, it it got well used and well worn, and but I just keep it as a souvenir. It's off the shoulder, leopard skin, nice and furry. Well, the furry bit has gone a bit dead now at this stage, and a few holes in it here and there. But I've leggings to go with it that go up from the ankle to the knee, and um, the the bobbin for the hair and little bits and trimmings like that. You know, uh, as I said, I've got new ones. Since that, there's one of the new ones there. Now, that's more furry one, you know. But um, this is the matron I have. Now, I'm doing <laughs> uh, I'm doing a matron. Um, it's a different kind of act to the cave woman, obviously, because I'm going in as a head nurse type of thing. So, um, this is um, the police sergeant. And um, <laughs> this is the, we're, I'm only starting with this costume now. But uh, I must say, I was dying to get into it because... I like the idea of running in and getting the fellas and frisking them. And because I'm quite physically strong, uh, I can do it very well. <laughs> Even if they're objecting, it goes down very well. You know, uh, body searching them and things like that, you know. So I enjoy that end of it. And the handcuffs come in handy now and again. And we can handcuff them behind his back or whatever, you know, and things like that. So there's a, an up-and-coming variety that I suppose was badly needed for me, you know, but um, it was getting the costumes to fit me, I suppose, that was the problem at the start. Uh, these are my shoes. Now, these are the, the black uh, patent high heels that can uh, that look quite funny on me when I'm running after a fella and nearly tripping out of these big high heels, you know, because a lot of the time, uh, as I said to you before, the guys would run in the opposite direction, you know, um, for various reasons, obviously, and I'd have these big high heels on, and I'm chasing after them, and I won't stop until I can get them, you know. So it, it can be awkward. It would be better if I went as a cave woman in bare feet <laughs> at times. Now, hang on, uh, this guy's 50, so now that you've reached the big 5-0, it doesn't mean that you have to be slow. Hmm. Now, what does the guy drink? I usually look for what he drinks. He drinks anything, probably anything he gets for nothing. And he smokes a lot, so born and reared in Canada. Uh, but my mother died over there. My father is originally from Dublin. And when my mother died, I suppose he thought, well, he'll pack up and move back over here. So that's exactly what he did. Um, I would have been 13 at the time. And um, I have one sister and we moved back here. But my dad never settled here. Um, he was always wanting to go back to Canada and he couldn't get used to his life here. Well, he was so young when he left Ireland... 
that um, he just couldn't settle. So he eventually went back, but I had met and married my husband at the time. So my dad and my sister went back and I stayed here with my husband. And um, at that time I had a couple of kids as well. But then it's a good service too, you know. I mean, it, 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 can, it can actually make the night, you know, and get the party off the road or whatever or it can it can really embarrass the person if that's what the intention is so it really depends on the intention of you know what you're hiring the kissogram to do so i mean me because i'm blubber woman and things like that i i cover a wide range <laughs> not only of space but of, of occasions kind of thing like, people would hire me as revenge to make a show of the person that I'm doing the kissogram on. Or, you know, just to be funny. For different occasions and that kind of thing. You know, I, I suppose the other ordinary kissograms, the sexy ones, it's a little bit hard to get them to do a revenge kissogram. So I kind of, fit, I fit the bill there, you know. Besides the mobile phone being a great invention, my number one invention is the microwave because they can all come in, although the dinners would be done, they can come in at whatever time and pop it in there and it's as if it's only after been made. So that's the way this household is kind of run, you know. You be, might be in the middle of making the dinner when you have to run out and do a call. So everything is put on hold and everybody can eat then when they feel like it, you know. This is where the car will overboil now with this. Oh my god, great. <laughs> oh. I haven't even got my makeup on. You can make contact now while I just try to myself out. Okay, is it on the left hand side? Yeah. Halfway down, is it? We're on the right. My kids aren't babies, so I'm lucky in that respect. And then um, most of my work has been done at night time. So, I mean, you, you know, it's a lot easier to organise a family at night time because I'm at home during the day. You know, I'm there to cook and clean and look after the kids and that kind of thing. And then in the evenings I'm out working. Now, having said that, I have done calls during the day as well. But, you know, they'd, they'd be occasional and things like that. And you can work around it. Who have we to say? Hello, how are you? Eddie. Eddie? Are you Eddie, no? No, Mick. Eddie? Yes. Hello, they're waiting on me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, yeah I won't be long, Eddie. I know I won't, no. Yeah. You all right? Not a bother on me. Good. And how's the other fella? Oh, big surprise. He hasn't oh, had, yeah. had notion. <laughs> well, I hope not. As, huh? long as, you, as long as you shock him, oh, you've made no, our night. Oh, no problem. Hang on, i get my shoes. And where's my garter? Oh, on top. Oh, grand. The poor chap. Now, there's the money woman there. Yeah, before I forget, I might as well give it to Grand, yeah. Getting the guy when he's least expecting it, and as as I said, it's only a toy club, it's only plastic, but it serves a very good purpose, if you know what I mean. And while I'm doing the call, if I'm saying um, the personal information, for for instance, if I say, 
uh, will you work in a factory or something? And, and then you bring up uh, his bad habits or something, and he's standing there saying nothing. I, I would actually use the club and hit him in the chest or whatever, you know, to get a reaction from him. Uh, if you know what I mean, to get to get a reaction or an answer or something like that, you know. And I think um, it, the club is very significant in the whole act, really, because... Um, as you said, it's used for power, but it's used for um, getting them to talk or getting them to do things, you know, or you tell them to get down on their knees and things like this and bend them over and give them a few smacks of the club across the air and things like that. So it's all just brought into the act. calls and I'm using the club, a lot of the women in the audience now would cheer you on, you know, go on, get him, kill him, you know, things like that, that they see it as, um, I don't know, I, I suppose they kind of look up to me in a sort of a way for what's happening, they see the funny side of it as well, but the women will go, go on, go on, you know, now you get the fellas doing that as well, but um, the women see more into it, I think, you know, than, than the fellas would. The fellas would see it from um, uh, just getting the guy back, you know, and the women, I think, see it from a different point altogether. I, I think they just like to see that a woman has taken control, really, they, you know, of, of the guy, and I think they find that good and funny, and a lot of them probably saying, oh, God, I'd love to be doing that, <laughs> you know, and getting away with it, if you know what I mean. I'm not getting hit back or anything like that, you know. I can remember the first call I ever done because it was a pure accident. And I think everybody probably remembers their first call anyway. But um, I had no intentions of getting into this business. A friend of mine owned the company and my sister at one stage was doing kissograms, but she was doing ordinary kissograms. So I knew what it was all about and I'd been involved because my friend owned the business. But she was stuck one day and had nobody to do a call. And um, she asked me would I do it. I was in the office with her and she asked me would I do it. And I said, you know, me do a kissogram. I said, God almighty, no. I said, they wouldn't be expecting me. And she said, well, I'll ring them and I'll tell them I have, I have, um, I have this girl and I'll send her. And I said, oh God, I couldn't. I said, so she said, oh please. She said, you'd enjoy it. It's good fun. So as a friend to a friend, that's the only reason I agreed to do it. And it was in Ballet in Finglas. So when I got there, uh, it was in the canteen. And the canteen is a wooden floor. And very big. <laughs> that's one thing I remember. Very big. I would imagine that there would have been 
a couple of hundred people sitting in the canteen. So I got a little bit of a shock. Um, obviously, the guy that seen me, he got a bigger shock because when he seen me, he ran. And he ran all up the canteen and actually onto the factory floor. He had a shirt and tie on him under a white coat and I'm trying to pull him and drag him back into the canteen and in the end anyway I got his tie and had to drag him in by the tie and as I'm doing this everybody is laughing and I'm saying well oh god well this is good they're laughing anyway so I'm not kind of you know I must be doing something right so I'm reading the telegram the knees are shaking and I suppose the hand is going a little bit as well and um, he's trying to get away from me and I'm pulling him back and I was a French maid at the time because it was one of the guys' costumes because that's all that would fit me, you see. So I have the duster and I'm kind of hitting him with the duster and everybody thought this was terrible funny. So the more I tried to control him and hold on to him from running, the funnier they found it. So I got through the call and I actually enjoyed it when I got over the shock of it. She has down here, under tunnel, turn right. No. Second left into town park, first right. Oh, God, she sent me the wrong way out. Yeah. It's, so it's, I'm, it's, a turn, it's a turn left. It's a turn left. That's what... come out yeah. under the tunnel. Okay, yeah. that's great. And then it's my second right. Second right. Fair play, Jim. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, we've seen somebody there, I can tell you. You have to allow enough time, but you can never anticipate okay. things that could happen. Uh, as I said to you earlier on, you want people to meet you at the door. If they if they book a call for 11 o'clock, you want them at the door at 11 o'clock so that the business can be done and you can go in and you can do your, your act. Because I, I would never rush a call. I like to go in and take my time and enjoy it and get the crowd going and whatever else. So you'd never make up time in that respect. So if, if it was a thing, which often happens... You might come along and you're on time and the person says, oh God, look, he's gone to the toilet or he's gone to the loo or he's, you know, he's gone or he hasn't arrived yet or things like that often happen. So you you don't want to leave and that call would then be dead. So they might say, well, look, can you wait 10 minutes? Could you wait 15 minutes? And a lot of the time, although you're under pressure, you'll wait, obviously, and then try and fix it up so that you can go in and do the call. So then you have to make up time on the road. Uh, thank God I could be a taxi woman at this stage because I know Dublin inside out and I know all the little nooks and crannies and drive up side streets to cut out traffic or whatever. So in that respect, you have to know. You have to know where you're going and how to get there quick. I don't mean flying around in the car or anything, but just the shortcuts so that you're not going a long way to get to a pub you know because as I said you can be travelling from one side of the city you could be doing a call in Ashbourne and have to go to Britis after because that actually happened to me a couple of months ago I started in Britis and I had to go from Britis to Ashbourne and then back to town to do a few in town and whatever else you know so like I said you can't plan where you're going to be it's whatever desirable time the people that are booking it want it for I mean it's the customer you're you want to keep happy, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. Hang on, watch, 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 watch. Oh, thank God, come on. Get in hell up with the lights. What's the hoopy to see? Hoopy to see? Hey. 
Myself and an ordinary sexy Dolly Bird kissogram would be that I can create the atmosphere of fun for the men and the women in the audience. Uh, because when an ordinary kissogram is doing a call on the husband or the boyfriend or whatever, whatever else, it can cause terrible jealousy on the women's part and vice versa too, I suppose. With the guy doing it on the girl, the guys can get jealous. So, you know, it can work both ways. But with me, I'm in a unique situation where the women will find it funny. And, it, you know, there's no need to be jealous or anything like that. And it, it just creates a whole atmosphere of fun. I've always been very deceiving. I mean, I oh God, wouldn't I love to be a size 18? I'm in fact a size 22 in clothes. I'm very limited to where I can buy my clothes, you know? But um, although I'm big, and I mightn't seem quite as big as what you think, I'm, I'm solid. That sounds a bit ridiculous, but I am more solid than than flabby, I suppose, you know? Maybe it's because I'm so active. I don't know. It's just my build. There's nothing I can do about it. And because of the business I'm in, I'm obviously, I'm going on no diets. <laughs> and I'm quite happy being the way I am at the moment. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. But I, you know, I'm not... I mean, I am 17 stone in weight. So, you know... No matter how you wrap it and parcel it up, that's the truth of it, you know? Hello, oh, how no. are you? Are you all set? Free sample for you, it's alright. <laughs> you all ready? Are you ready? Are you around the front of the... Yeah, the up the back. Right up there. Oh, Graham, well, point them out to me when we get in black there. Black jeans and a kind of a, a short with white and blue on it. It's like a clarty short. Right. It's a fashion kind of I bet you there's 20 fellas in there. No, the I hope they don't eight. all look the same. Okay, eight. you're all set. So it's Ted, isn't it? You can give it to herself. Thanks. Off you go. I hope he doesn't run when he sees me coming. But if you do see me coming, he will run. 
Brian Cox is very quiet, isn't he? But it is, you know, yes. Yeah, well, he's very agreeable anyway, isn't he? It's no good because it's game. Look at how you love to bowl that. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, all right, don't get in the way. Make your own. What do you think you're going to do? Hold on a minute, Ted. Just bend over. Lovely. You know, I would never, even running in and out of the pubs, I never hit women. I mean, that's my policy. Just get the men. <laughs> you know, just get the men. I have to make sure I keep me figure. So I'll take a big lump of tart and I'll be fine. <laughs> huh? I have to make sure I keep me figure. Can't miss any meals or anything, you know? When I first started doing calls, I wasn't as big as I am now. I would have been quite a few stone lighter. And I was doing it as a joke, as I said to you. But because I was still bigger than an ordinary kissogram, because I would have been in a size 16 at the time. Between 16 to 18, wasn't I, man? Yeah. And um, there was no restrictions. And because it was funny and everybody thought it was hilarious, um, I was called back to do more calls, obviously. But there was no... I had no reason to count the calories at the time because I wasn't doing something that I was supposed to be skinny for anyway or supposed to be slim for anyway so I had no reason to diet and I don't have any reason to diet and the funny thing about it is it's not that I eat it's not for what I'd eat either you know um, it, it's my build at the moment I, if I worked hard okay I could lose weight and I know I could and that would be very strict I love my food. I love very. Um, I love spicy foods. I lo- I'm not a sweet eater. I'm not um, a sweet person, but I do love spicy, good food. I love a lot of vegetables. I love a lot of meat. Good few potatoes, and I like all the trimmings that go with it. I like good, sensible meals as well. You know. So, but I mean, I I would have to. If I was to go on a diet, I'd have to cut out the things I like, like the sauces that I like on my steak. or the, Do you know what I mean? Things like that. So I do eat well and I love my grub and I'm going to continue to eat well. I'm fit. Um, I don't smoke or drink. So uh, I, I see no reason to lose weight. So I'm not trying. It depends on if you're happy with yourself though too, you know. I'm happy with me. I'm me and nothing's going to change me. So I'm quite happy with my lot. And it's just nice to know that I can be me and still make a few bob being me. (laughs) You know, without having to work so hard on a diet or anything like that, you know.
I don't strip the guys and I don't strip myself. I don't think there's any need for it, I have to be honest with you. Um, as I said, my my act would be totally different to an ordinary kissograms act. Uh, I basically just go in as a cave woman. I mean, I have gone in as a matron and things like that, but I think the cave woman has hit it big because I can be rough and ready and whatever, you know. Um, and I don't think there's any need to strip the guy and obviously I'm not going to strip, so... You know, it's it, we just play on the fun element of it, you know, without anything else. I mean, we can have, you know, you can joke and you can laugh and the rhyme can be, you know, funny and mention things and things like that. But that's that's as far as it goes, you know. And then there's nobody in the audience um, feels uncomfortable with it, you know. I like to give value for money because um, people are paying out a few bob for it. So from my end of it, I like to go in and I like to put on a good show for starters. Um, but the, to break it down, I mean, the person doing the call gets a certain percentage of it. Okay, the company gets a certain percentage of it. The driver gets a certain percentage of it. The, you know, petrol money and all that kind of thing. So it's a combination of all that. And that's why they're priced at the prices they are. Um, I suppose I'm a little bit more expensive than the ordinary kissograms. <laughs> Because I'm unique, I suppose. But personally speaking, I like to give value for money, which means I don't like to go in and just read through the telegram and run out. I like to go in and do my stint and my act and have fun with the guy and get the audience involved and, you know, make sure that it's good value for money. Don't ask me what the name of the village was because I can't remember. But, um... It was right over the, the, the border, and that was some drive. But well, we've been to Carlow, and we've been to Wexford, and we've Glow, and uh, Meath, and where else have we been? God, we've been nearly everywhere, haven't we? Um, I can't remember the name of the village over the border. But we've been all directions, you know, from Dublin. I've been in Longford, and all down that way as well, and... I don't think there's been a Tullamore, you know, I don't think there's been a place that we haven't kind of been at some stage or another, you know. 
Well, I haven't been to Cork. <laughs> no, that's a little bit too far, I think. You're talking about a lot of money then, too. Look, people have to pay out too much money, you know. You've got to pay the travelling expenses to get to these places. And still, they're just getting the same call as if they were in Dublin, you know. Forty-two to forty-three pounds is the normal fee for me, as I said, because I'm a specialty out. The ordinary kissograms normal fee would be about thirty-eight pounds. And then anything outside of Dublin you add on kind of pound per mile type of thing, you know. For travelling. that's not bad value either I suppose because they're only paying a pound per mile one way they don't have to pay it on the way back <laughs> do you know what I mean and then sure with me and they lucky they're not paying pound for pound for me huh? I've always wanted to go home always wanted to go home uh, my husband, no, he's not interested in going to live in Canada, I suppose. And my kids are at the stage now where I won't go. And um, it would be a, a dream, really, because uh, I've spent so many years here that I don't think I could uproot myself now and, and start all over again. Uh, my family's here and, you know, my my own kids and they have their own lives too and I'm I'm here for good you know I, I wouldn't leave friends and family and everything to start over again although it was always a dream to go home I was in the business a while when another girl that used to be a comedian uh, came into the business but she didn't stay very long in it and that was really the only competition I ever had but it was it was no competition as such because I still had all my work to do anyway. So I wasn't kind of losing out. You know, I wasn't losing out anything by it. But it just meant that there was two of us, you know. And since then, nobody else has come into the business. See, a lot of big girls would be too embarrassed to do it anyway. You know, some people want kissograms that are sexy and things like that, you know. But other people want something that's totally just funny and they want to get the guy unexpectedly or they want to shock him or, you know, things like that. So it really depends on what they want. But I mean, I've never had a problem with having enough work. I've always had enough work. Dublin has a big
If you enjoyed this documentary, you might like to listen to our other documentary on one productions. Visit rte.ie forward slash doc on one.